0: Welcome, Bird Gang, on today's show. Free agency continues, and we've reached the point where players making visits is news. Visits, not signings. Visits. The latest on a couple of players the Cardinals may have their eye on. But first, Kyler speaks. Yeah, first time since the Pro Bowl. So what did the starting quarterback have to say? And maybe more importantly, what does it mean? At least what we think it means. It's Cardinals Cover to Episode 547, and it starts now. Let's start with this, MJ. Shout out to Kyler Murray. We don't see him often in the community, out and about, making public appearances. But there he was this week at Desert Financial Headquarters to present a check for $10,000 to the Arizona Educational Foundation. Did the same thing later in the day to the Boys and Girls Clubs of the Valley. Would love to see Kyler do this more. And perhaps that's the maturity, the elevation, or the maturity level of Kyler Murray as he gets more and more into his National Football League career, more comfortable in his surroundings and being that face of the franchise. Yeah, he
1: talked about this allows him to give back to the community. That's huge for me. I just want to thank the Arizona Educational Foundation for their hard work. I've had great coaches, teachers, and just women, men, that have helped me throughout my life. It's always good to give back. And it was nice to see him smiling. A lot of smiles, a big smile. First
0: stop, hung out with the teachers, hosted a trivia game. Second stop, tossed the football around with some of the kids. And that is where I think Kyler Murray can have the biggest impact within this community is with those kids, whether it's the Boys and Girls Clubs of the Valley or other organizations and even maybe some flag football, some Pop Warner Leagues around, because what Kyler Murray does is something that everyone aspires to be to be a player in the national football league and he has a skill set i'm sure he could teach these kids a thing or two so good for kyler murray called arizona an adopted home quote i'm personally wanting to be here long term to go out and impact people that live in arizona End quotes now the only way he can be here long term mike trekkie is if there is a contract extension now Yes, he can be under control for the next three seasons. Last year of his rookie contract, tag him a couple of times, but that's not what anyone wants. It doesn't benefit the team. It doesn't benefit the players. So we're waiting. We're waiting to see whether it's now, next week, next month, later in the summer, contract extension between team and player.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of torn here. Obviously, you know – quarterbacks like Kyler Murray are not growing on trees the Cardinals already hit the reset button drafting Josh Rosen now coming up on May 3rd May 2nd or 3rd uh that's when teams can pick up the fifth year option and Steve Kimes said they're absolutely picking up the option at the NFL Combine and that they'll make him close to 30 million he's already made 36 million and there's been a lot of talk about the base salary so I I would think from my perspective and I don't know anything um and I want to make this uh, – I want to let, let people know that I wasn't aware of this, but I was told that these contracts take almost over a year to a year and a half to figure out, like when Brandon Beam was was doing um, Josh Allen's contract. You just don't wake up one morning and say we're going to offer this guy $250 million. There's a lot. There's a lot of analytics that goes in there. There's a lot of triggers when it comes to escalators and contracts. Um, same thing with Brett Veach. It, it didn't happen overnight when he gave Patrick Mahomes a 10-year deal for $275 million. So it's not like the, the Cardinals are aware of the parameters. So um, who knows what's going to happen? Obviously, you know, other guys have gotten their extensions before the season, during the season. Um, they do own his rights uh, for the next couple of years. You can also put the tag on As you said, it doesn't work out. But um, uh, for me, I want to see a little bit more, but at, this, at the end of the day, he's the guy, so eventually you're going to have to pay him. You see what I'm saying?
0: If you don't pay now, you end up paying more later. Correct. And look no further than the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. And at this point, that contract at the time is like, wow, now it's, okay, hey, that's reasonable, top 10, <laughs> as and far I, as years per – or salary per year.
1: And I, and I think, you know, Deshaun Watson, 230 guaranteed – that's, that's complicating that's, a lot of things. That's a game changer. Now, going, you can average $43 million a year, and, and you know, they're his cap number, you could push some money around and give him, a, you know, escalators, but uh, that is a game changer when it comes to guaranteed money.
0: Again, when you look at first-round quarterbacks who sign long-term contracts before their fourth season in the league, in which Kyler Murray is right now, Josh Allen, August, Patrick Mahomes, July, Deshaun Watson, September, Jared Goff, September, Carson Wentz, June, Ryan Tannehill, May. That last one, Ryan Tannehill signed his extension May of 2015. So, again, there is a time issue here. There is a process to think that Kyler Murray was going to get a contract extension three weeks at the end of the regular season or regular or I should say postseason is laughable. That's why the statement from the agents, in all caps, actions speak louder than words, um, again, laughable. It's just not going to happen that quickly. These discussions, to your point, take time. Now, Kyler Murray making the appearances across the Valley earlier in the week would not talk about his contract, didn't want to get into it. But he did say this, quote, I'm an Arizona Cardinal. I've done nothing but give my all to the Cardinals and will continue to do that. I'm not really worried about my future as a Cardinal, end quote. To that, MJ, I'll say, we'll see. And, you know, again, in the words of his agent, in all caps, actions speak louder than words.
1: Yeah, and and, and clearly, Kyler, I mean, he, he's been spending the last five weeks in Texas working out, and that's where his parents live, and... You know, he, he came in during the week, obviously, uh, to promote uh, a couple of different events. And eventually, hopefully, we'll see him for off-season workouts. But the, the thing is, I, I don't know what else he could have said. Now, at the end of the day, obviously, what I was getting to with his parents, I mean, he's 24 years old. So they're still really involved in his life, and rightfully so. He's the only child. But when you look at it um, from that standpoint, at the end of the day, Eric Burkhart works for Kyler Murray. Correct. But Burkhout's putting all this stuff out there, and you got to think that Murray's camp is aware of this. And but they have he, to be okay with it. Correct. Like, the, the fact that it happened the, the day of the combine and, you know, the double caps and all this, double – whatever. Um, first of all, it was embarrassing. Um, you know, he, he better be careful because a lot of teams don't want that out there. But, obviously, that was his power play. So, I, I just wonder at the end of the day, like – at the end, uh, he's trying to do what's best for his client. That's his job. And he's going to he's gonna take the heat. He's going to take the bullets for Kyler Murray.
0: Well, no, and see, that's, that's where I'll push back because you said exactly the right thing. The agent works for the player. And if this is something when you talk about contract extensions or contracts being discussed and it's, you know, hey, reportedly team and player are having discussions and you ask the players, like, oh, you know what, I let my agent handle that. Okay, that, that's a perfectly acceptable because it's happening behind closed doors. Eric Burkhardt opened up that door. It is now public. To this, now Kyler Murray has to answer those questions. He cannot hide behind his agent. And to say, I'm not discussing my contract. I get time and place, maybe during the community appearances, not the proper place. But don't tell me that's my agent and I'm concentrated on football. No, no, no. Your agent made it public. So now you have to answer every single question because if you weren't satisfied, you had to give the green light for that letter
1: to be posted the day before the combine. No. So your general manager no, you, and head coach had to answer those no, questions. No, I think you bring up a fair point. I, I just think the cow answer is going to be the, my agent handles that. I mean, yeah, true. But, but then as media and as fans, that's not good enough. I want to hear more. I know. Again, he, he is under contract. So, I mean I, – I, 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 I know what you're saying. I'm just saying there's going to be, hey, that's why I hire an agent for it. He takes care of that stuff. I gr- I don't disagree with you. I mean, I don't think we're going to get any insight. But you're right. He's going to be asked about it. Where are you at? Well, I don't know. I mean, they're still talking. We don't know. Supposedly they sent over a proposal. I mean, the Cardinals looking at it. I don't know. I mean, clearly the, right now, and I've said this a couple times, the focus should be on free agency in the draft. This is the focus, getting better. Don't let what happened last year carry over to this season. So, um, again, um, I just think the couch answers are going to be, hey, I'm here to play football and let my agent take care of business.
0: Yeah, and, again, I I would push back on that. And no matter how many times you want to do that runaround, I continue to push back because you gave the green light. And some other things that were asked and answered – During these community appearances, I think, you know, look, it was a good first step for Kyler Murray, and that's all it was. Now, we can argue how big of a step it was small step, large step. One, he was out and about, he had to know questions were going to be asked, and I would have liked to have heard a little bit more and realized that, yeah. I don't want to really discuss this, but I understand that here I am. It's the first time you guys have seen me since the season ended. What do you got?
1: Well, you've covered those. You know, we had we had our social team there, but it's it's really the Cardinals have no control. So what happens is they send out this uh, you know trinket and you know come here and then usually they'll say, look, can we just focus on the event because there are people writing about the donation and and it's going to help different communities. And But at some point, and he did talk about you know scrubbing his um, Instagram account, he, he addressed that. Uh, I, I, don't, I mean, I, again, uh, it wasn't like a, he was doing a football interview. He was out and about, but he was asked some football questions. But you know how it is when you go there, hey, focus on this. But then second or third question in, you could start to open up, and I think he was aware that was going to happen.
0: Well, my understanding was that the press release specifically said No football questions. But it's no different than Super Bowl (laughs) week and media row. Hey, you want to talk to John Elway? Great. Well, here's the product that he's pitching. Everyone knows. It's the game that everyone likes to play. Sure, you can have this big name. But you have to ask one or two questions about X, Y, and Z.
1: Can I? Can I go, go down the uh, storytelling? Yeah. So we love story time okay, with Mike Dirreci. S- here on Cardinals coverage. Yeah. Especially on a Friday and Kyler's smile and <laughs> I'm smiling. Everyone's happy in the building. You know, hopefully. Except for U of A fans, but that's a different yeah, story for a different that's day. That's down in Tucson. <laughs> so a lot of times when in, in being on Radio Row, and once you go there a few years, you get on the list. You know, when it comes to the, you know the the big companies. And so you have a certain time they come over and they got a PR person and usually they're running late and sometimes they'll have the product there if they want to give it to you. And all of a sudden you sit down and you introduce them, who they're with, and then you get some football questions and and then these people are giving you the windup. Like he just sat down and you only mentioned it twice. You and then they're like, you're supposed to mention five times every time you reset it, make sure you mention the product. I'm like, you told us we had this guy for seven to ten minutes, and they're giving me the windup after five. So, so I, what I learned is, get it, get it, promote it early, and then promote it at in, in the end, and at, at the very end, let him talk because now all of a sudden he's—they're not giving me the windup.
0: <laughs> it's not on you; <laughs> it's on the guest. Uh, all right, let, let's let's yeah, I'll give Kyle Murray proper credit. Desert Financial. $10,000 to the Arizona Educational Foundation, another $10,000 to the Boys and Girls Clubs of the Valley. Fantastic. Awesome. I'd love to see more community involvements out of Kyler Murray.
1: Well, you, you did say if if this is going to happen, that means he's going to have to sign a long-term contract. Yes, you'd like to see him. And he, he mentioned the Arizona ado- adopted home, right? Correct. Yeah, So, but a long-term deal, obviously more money he can obviously – you know, funnel other things. Um, you know, he's got endorsements, so no. But for that to happen, he's going to have to sign a long term contract to, to embrace the community. And, and he's never going to be like Larry Fitzgerald, but he can definitely make an impact with use on how hard he's worked. Yes, he's, he's got God-given a God given talent, but he's a guy that works out all the time to make sure he's sharp on game day. A couple of other
0: Questions that was asked of Kyler Murray, you brought up, scrubbing his Instagram posts. He had this to say, quote, had nothing to do with the Cardinals or anything like that, end quote. And that's, I find, hard to believe.
1: It's just the timing of it, you know, because everything was fine. Uh, the Pro Bowl, he was having fun. You know, I thought he was the best quarterback there after the after the early pick, six, um, and then – I got to assume that he got a call, probably from someone that said, "Hey, listen, they're they're not willing to to talk right now." Or I shouldn't say that. I don't know that, but maybe they're, um, you know, we're going to send them a proposal, and they said it not right. I don't know what happened, but yeah, I I don't know if that's one hundred percent. Now he said he's young, and they do that. He's twenty four years old. Something triggered that scrubbing,
0: and it wasn't him being a kid. I, I, again. My opinion. My opinion
1: only doesn't mean anything, but. Well, I mean, you could see how this can kind of unfold. Like, okay, um, you know at some point Steve is going to see Burkhart at the Super Bowl. Steve's going to see Burkhart at the Combine. So here's the Pro Bowl's over. Burkhart, I don't know if he was there. I'm assuming he was. He's got different clients. Hey, I, I checked in. Uh, right now, they, you know, they're focusing on, you know, free agency in the draft. I don't know. So, but you could see how how all of a sudden, though, he was fine at the Pro Bowl, smiling, laughing. Uh, Danny Sarek got an interview with him at the practice the day before. She talked about all that other stuff with him, and, you know, kind of hopefully the noise would go away. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting how it unfolds. But, like I said, um, once you have a quarterback, you, ha- you have to make it work out. And as long as both parties are on the same page, I think it's going to work out. And to me, um, I think his his year four is going to be better than his third year.
0: The other questions asked about you know the criticism that he's received from unnamed sources certainly what happened on Super Bowl Sunday whether it was the NFL Network <laughs> or ESPN and. Kyler Murray mentioned he's choosing to pay attention to quote people inside the locker room, inside the building, people that know me and are around me every day. Is that End us? Quote. We're in so the building.
1: I, I guess you know. I, I always. He, he didn't say this. He said the building. That's true.
0: What was it? I can't remember. <laughs> oh, what player was it that? Oh, I can't remember what player it was. Maybe it was Fitz or somebody. But you know, like thanking the Arizona Cardinals and everyone associated or whatever, and mentioned the building is like oh. I think we just got thanked. Wow. Now, well, one thing was funny. He said, he said he was trending for five weeks. Yeah. He well, said he during w- those five weeks, Kyler, you could have come out and said something to make sure that no one was, you know, speculating anymore. You could have quieted the noise then. You chose not to. So, again. He said he wakes up. And he was trending for five weeks. Well, he, he was because every single quarterback that got traded for oh, yeah, the right. extension, everything revolved, yeah. at least here locally, was, okay, Aaron Rodgers is getting this. All right, what's that mean for Kyler Murray? Hey, Russell Wilson just got dealt to the Broncos. Okay, what's this mean for Kyler
1: Murray? It just became – But, but it, you know, Super Bowl week, you, you know, you got a lot of time and, and obviously that – all week, I thought it would die out on that Friday. <laughs> it didn't. And then – and then you get the combine, and you get the uh, the, the letter sent out, and it's like, wow. I, I I mean, honestly, we I don't know if we both can predict what's going to happen here. We I think we're thinking if if it all works out, he's going to be here for a long time. But man, uh, there was a lot of noise going on there, and wow. the noise remains, just
0: maybe not as loud. Again, I'll say it: a first step for Kyla Murray.
1: Yes. now what happens next yes yes right i mean the fact that you know obviously he had the uh, you know his appearance and uh, going to make the donation so but he he's been in texas for the last 5 weeks and he said he's been working out and and i know a lot of people say well why does he work out so much well you, yeah i hope that he's watching film like he he does have an ipad he can put all third down plays in there the reason why, when you're a mobile quarterback, your lower torso has to be on point, and that's why he does so many squatting, because that's where you, that's where your, your 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 lower torso, that's where your, uh, your when you're going to throw the football. That all starts with your feet, and it's got to be you. You got to have the, the thighs and the hips, and so that's why he works out so much because that's going to make him withstand an entire season.
0: Now the question is, will he be working out in Arizona? Off-season workouts begin. Mid-April, we'll see what happens with OTAs and minicamp. How often are Cardinal players getting together, whether here or elsewhere, putting in that work in the off-season to get ready for the regular season and not wait for training camp? Yeah. But I know there's two schools of thought there, yes. as far as you know, guys do their own thing; it's voluntary. But I'll go back to the conversation that Matthew Stafford had post Super Bowl that he and Cooper Cup that entire offseason leading into that first year for Stafford in Los Angeles, watching film, arriving at the facility early, making sure that they were on the same page so they could have the season that they just did and get rewarded like they were. That's what happens in the offseason.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned they sit down at 6 a.m. and have a cup of coffee, and you could just see how, you know, maybe the first week of the season they weren't on the same page, but as the season went on, there's a reason why – yeah, you know, when they say um, it's voluntary, it's kind of like homework. <laughs>
0: well, no, because certain homework, at least, you know, back in my day, Mike Jarecki, you get graded on your homework. No, I understand. So really but, volu- well, okay, yeah, it is voluntary. Yeah, you, you don't not have to, not do to do turn it. it in, right. You're just not going to get a good grade. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And if, and if you're a- Brushing your teeth is voluntary, but, you know, you, uh, you know
1: what happens when you don't. Yeah, right, so. right. But I'm okay. just saying, you know, but um, I would think, though, with Ertz, Connor, you know, I don't know if Christian Kirk or James Con- um Chase Edmonds, but I would think Kyler's going to get these guys together and go up to Texas maybe for 5 or 6 days. You, you hope it's more you know, I don't know how much DeAndre Hopkins can do, even though he's probably going to be cleared. Again, we're keeping him in a bubble. Yeah, I really don't care how much he does Max this probably we want probably, we want to keep him in a bubble. But for the most part, I would hope they get together. I really do. Because it's just a little things. And Wesley should be up there. And Rondell Moore should be calling him every day. Hey, this is the routes I'm looking at. Help me with this route tree. So there, there could be a lot that's done away from the facility
0: well and remember there was work done last offseason that's where Kyler Murray first got to know really work with A.J. Green, and right. came away very impressed now how long they were out there doesn't matter but at least they were together so it's not like you're meeting each other for the first time first day of training camp you need to put in some kind of work whether it's again here or elsewhere to make sure you're not behind where everyone else is. Yeah,
1: and he he actually got hotel rooms for the guys. They had activities. Uh, they went out for dinner, probably about thirty-five grand, and, but he picked it up. And again, they had a little itinerary, and I'm sure his father helped him out with uh, getting some other players there. But I would like to see Greg Dorch, I would like to see all these guys go up and see him for a week. Cardinals cover two presented by Hyundai,
0: proud partner of the Arizona Cardinals. Anything else you want to touch on, Kyle Murray, Before we kind of briefly touched on what else is going on with this team.
1: No. What did you think about his hair hairdo?
0: Yeah, his hair changes. It's you know, hey, it's the summer. No, not the summer, but
1: it's the off season. You just, you just kind of let it go. You yeah. be free. I like it. It reminded me of like watching the ABA, <laughs> a little bit of the afros. Yeah, it was it was high. Yeah, <laughs> very high. I, I don't know if he was Link from the Mob Squad <laughs> or, or, or was Krusty the Clown, too. But remember Krusty the Clown? Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a cousin, and he had hair like that. We used to give him a hard time all the time, like Burl, 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 Burl Padded. Yeah, it was funny. But anyways, yeah, he's uh, – again – he had his own style last year and I noticed like fifteen guys in the locker room started wearing the same haircut as him. <laughs> well, when you're yeah. when you're the lead dog yeah.
0: and, and you're the, the starting quarterback, the franchise quarterback, everyone's gonna follow. And they're gonna look to you. And then it's okay, <laughs> do I wanna follow or do I wanna be my own guy? Yeah, so well, that's I'm
1: sure that you know, when he gets that weave and all that it's not probably cheap. <laughs>
0: All right, I I brought up A.J. Green and okay. I brought him up for a reason um, because I know that's a name that's been out and about. We'll see what happens, but you have some news on that front.
1: Yeah, I can confirm that both A.J. Green and the Cardinals do have interest in each other. I don't know if anything's going to get done soon. Obviously, you know he's on the radar, but they they both have interest in bringing him back. So that you know, again, I know. Uh, there was some inconsistency down the stretch, but he did help this team out 855 yards. would like to see him get in the end zone more. Um, but the, obviously there was some miscommunication with him and Collin in some of those routes, so that's got to get better, and I think it will in the second year. But the good news is that, you know, if if they're able to bring him back, you know, I still think you're going to have to draft the receiver, but all of a sudden, you know, Rondell Moore becomes maybe your third guy and then Antoine Leslie four or five, but you're still going to have to draft the receiver and so you're looking at your top four guys. You have two big guys on the outside, and then you have some guys that can maybe you know, get open in the, in the slot or down the field. Well, it goes back to
0: what we were talking about as far as this off-season and what you have to address. Edge rusher, cornerback, wide receiver, that number two wide receiver. And if you're looking for someone, anyone – At this point, a number of names are off the board. And then, obviously, most recently, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, Jamison Crowder, no longer options for the Cardinals. So if you're looking for someone, again, a one-year stopgap, so, again, it's the second straight offseason, you're looking for that one-year guy, I don't really have a problem if it's A.J. Green, someone who knows the offense and is familiar now. If it does become reality, we can get into what happened last season. And I understand the angst amongst Cardinal fans, but you do you do need somebody. And can you do better? I don't know. Can he do worse? I don't know. And so you, it's a – put it this way. It's a name that you have to put down on a piece of paper to fill a spot.
1: Well – I'll say this, you know, Larry's probably last three or four years he was making 11 million a year. The Cardinals got AJ Green at six million. So, are they willing to pay him six? Is that go to five? Um, you know, is his phone ringing? But again, you know, he he was in Cincinnati. Um, he I don't think he wants to move again. I mean, it's all it takes is one team, but there is interest on both sides, and to me, that's encouraging. Some other news concerning players and player visits
0: and as we speak here and you know March 25th and the you know the, the first wave I think we can all agree a free agency is done. Maybe now we're into the second wave. Second wave that's when all of a sudden players are taking visits and that's what becomes big news. Visits. Players making visits. A couple of the players just briefly want to get your thoughts on one, I found this kind of odd, but according to reports, Robert Alford is paying or paid a visit to the Cardinals. To so I ask like why do you need to visit a place that you've been the last three seasons? So I'm sure it's more than that, but I just like, he's why is he visiting some place that he's very familiar with? Now do they need to see how healthy he is, you know, how committed he is, look across the table and say, you know, what do you want? What are you looking for? Maybe that's more the visit. But
1: Well, again, I, I think, you know, uh, based on the injury, he did have surgery, and we got a chance to see him. and look like he was in a sling, so I'm assuming he's going to re- uh, uh, recover from that. Um, a lot of times when you um, sign a new contract, you have to come to the facility and sign it. So, um, and, and you have to report all this, obviously, to the NFL, so, you know, Teams are aware of what's going on, Otherwise, other um, words. But, yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, get him back. He's a physical corner, so you're talking about, you know, you look at uh, Gladney and then you throw in Byron Murphy and, you know, you look at um, uh, Marco Wilson. So, I mean, all of a sudden you got some meat there and, you know, you'd like to have five or six, but at least you can say I can roll out four right now. And, and, I'm, and I'm maybe not, you know, we'll have to wait and see when it comes to Jeff uh, Gladney, but I, I do think he'll have a role on this team.
0: Alford is 33, turns 34 in October. You need a veteran in that cornerback room. Still address the position and the draft, but I would feel a lot better about that position if you had a Robert Alford in there or someone like a Robert Alford that could be. If not one of your top three, because I do think we're in that stage in the National Football League where you need three starting cornerbacks.
1: Well, we talked about covering the Rams' eleven personnel. You need at least three, and you may need four. And 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 the good news is, you know, if you bring if you bring Alford back now, that's a veteran guy. You got Jeff uh, Gladney, who's basically a rookie, and that's like a draft pick basically. They had a first Correct. round great, yes. and then you drafted Byron Murphy. You drafted Marco Wilson. So all of a sudden, I mean. Um, I don't know if they're going to bring in another veteran if you re-sign Robert Alford. Correct, yeah. Okay.
0: And and But I would still draft someone.
1: Yeah, oh, no doubt about it. And again, but what you
0: want is to kind of – if you're just looking for one-year guys or veterans at positions and still one, the, the, the glaring one is edge rusher, this allows you at pick number 23 in day two of the draft to not draft for need to where you're going in. Like, you, you really have this gigantic hole at edge rusher. So – Let's hope someone falls to us at 23. No, because then you let someone pass you by that could be a long-term solution at whatever position. Yeah, there is, and we'll get into more of this as we get closer to the draft. Yes, you do draft somewhat for need, but not draft someone like, all right, that solves that problem at edge rusher because you can't count on a rookie to come in and start week one unless you're the starting quarterback.
1: Yeah, I again, I think there's uh, there's – like I think running backs just can come in and as long as they know the system and really it comes down to pass protection because you're the safety net. Receivers it's a little more difficult because of the routes and you know it's predicated on the coverage. But I do think you can get a young guy just to rush the passer now. Is, is his techniques going to be great? Uh, I don't know if he can play sixty-five snaps a game. But so if if you based on what we know now, and we're going to get into somebody else that possibly could be visiting. If you're sitting at 23, whether they move down, based on what we know, even if they go out and get a pass rusher and Anthony Barr, I'm just throwing out there. I don't know if there's any interest. Would you, would you would you look at wide receiver or would you look at pass rusher or corner?
0: I'm looking at whoever the best available player is okay. at 23 because when you're picking down the lower third of the draft, you have no idea how the board's going to shake out. Right. You can have wants – We want to get an edge rusher because Cliff Kingsbury brought it up during the combo. We need to get younger there. We want a wide receiver. You're going to need to get younger there. DeAndre Hopkins is only getting older, and right now, if it is A.J. Green or whomever, you're still looking for that number two playmaker. Cornerback, you can never have enough. Defensive lineman, inside defensive tackles, a run stuffer. Offensive lineman, tackle, guard, center four of your starters on the offensive line or three of your starters are going to be free agents this time next year. DJ you, Humphreys, Justin
1: Pugh and Kelvin Beachum. Do, do you think the Cardinals feel like they don't have to draft a corner in the first round because they, they, they sign Godley. I'm
0: probably sure that there's a sentiment in there. I don't share that same sentiment because I don't think, uh, you know, but but,
1: to, but I'm, what I'm saying is I still think you should draft a corner. Yes. But to my, to me, and we're going to get into this because maybe an offensive lineman is won't be an option at 23 now which could have been so i'm just thinking pass rusher wide receiver i mean i mean you just t- take i mean there could be seven pass rushers could be seven or eight wide receivers we're going to see a ton of offensive tackles um probably see a couple safeties we're going to see some corners coming off so um Again, I I would still draft one with eight picks, but I I don't know if corner is in play. Now, if one guy drops, like you said, stick to your board. Like, is one of those two top corners dropped, then, you know. Uh, you can worry about that down the road because maybe you don't have to pay Byron Murphy a ton of money, even though they want to extend him at some point.
0: All right, you've brought it up a couple of times. The other player reportedly visiting the Arizona Cardinals, four-year veteran offensive guard Will Hernandez, played last season with the New York Giants, Six foot three, 327 pounds, predominantly a left guard but made the position switch to right guard last season and started all 17 games at right guard for the Giants. And why this is so intriguing is, one, 26 will be 27 when the season begins, former second-round pick out of UTEP. And, yes, Sean kugler was his head coach in college, so there is some familiarity there.
1: Yeah, and, 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 you know, we talk about guys going on a business, and my guy Alden Arden, Key's Arden still, Key, he's still out there. <laughs> um, but to me, the relationship with Sean kugler who was at UTEP as the head coach, he was really the 34th overall pick. So you're saying, you know, barely missed the first round, and he was projected to go there. I think this is more come in here, let's talk. Um, but I think the Cardinals would like to get a deal done this weekend. I don't think this hey, um, we need to see – there's personality here. And what we always talk about, connections, relationships. So these, probably, these two guys have know each other. And I'm sure Kugler went to bat for him, and so I would think, you know, I don't know the asking price, um, but 26 years old, Craig. I want to I want to give this guy a two or three year deal um, because we don't know about Josh Jones. Justin Murray's making two million. Uh, What's his? He could play four different positions. This, you know, it's a big year for Josh Jones. But at least you don't have to force it in there because he is a draft pick. This guy has a ton of starts. Again. Um, he could play left or right guard, and if you know, he, what's his future here? So, to me, this would allow the Cardinals not to draft a lineman at number 23. A very
0: interesting name, Will Hernandez. We'll see what happens with him, with Robert Alford, with A.J. Green, with other names that are out there. Edge rusher, still a glaring need because right now you don't, outside of Marcus Golden, you don't have a pass rush. Can't ask Marcus Golden to do it all by himself. So that would be the other position that I hope gets addressed sooner rather than later. But that's that's my personal. Time no,
1: time. no. <laughs> I, I mean, I I think, I think you and I have been consistent. We've talked about doubling up at positions, in free agency in the draft. And if they sign a you know uh, an outside linebacker defensive end, I'd still draft one. Th- this team needs depth. I think it got it got tested last year late in the season, and that happens with any team. Um, but when you go through nine different line combinations and he got. I believe it was 10. 10 now? Okay. Offensive line combinations, okay. yeah. And and then he, you bring in a guy like Will Hernandez. I mean, this this guy's a road grader. Actually, you're correct. Might want to mark
0: this down. Mike Jarecki. <laughs> it was. Nine different offensive line combinations. <laughs> there were four last season. Yeah.
1: This guy's a road grader. And, and, and people will say, well, first of all, they draft Saquon Barkley. They changed coordinators. They got Daniel Jones in there. Um, Colt McCoy would know about him. But I'm just saying, like, the whole idea was they wanted to run the football, and they drafted Andrew Thomas, who the Cardinals like that left tackle. They But they fire coordinators. They fire head coaches. They fire position coaches. So, you know, he's probably looking for a home, to be honest with you.
0: And we'll see if that home is here in Arizona. And if it is, then we can kind of dive more into it. How many years is he signed? What position is he going to play? But, again, it's all right now. We we wanted to throw this out there in the event. It does happen over the weekend or before that the next time you and I are able well, to convene.
1: Well, you, you know in, in baseball they say that sweet spot on the bat, right? 26 years old for a free agent, that's a sweet spot. Yeah. Normally those guys don't hit free agency.
0: You know who else is – Hit that sweet spot at 26, your boy, Arden Key. He's 26. Oh man, <laughs> Mike Dreckey's going to live and die on Arden Key and his availability uh, for San I can't Francisco wait. 49ers. So we'll see. Wait.
1: But I'll, I'll stay in my lane. They they know more than I do. But I I, I was just intrigued with him, and he never gets enough credit because he plays with the with, with the Bosa and and all those other guys. You know, Fred Warner, and whatever.
0: Why don't you go uh, upstairs, knock on that door, two doors down from the general manager, Steve Kime, and I believe on the front of the door it says Adrian Wilson. Why don't you go knock on his door and say, hey, Arden Key, bring him in.
1: Uh, no? Won't work? I, 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 I recommend it, <laughs> and I, I he didn't even respond. Oh. So he's he's got a better uh, idea when it comes to watching film. <laughs> I have, I mean I watch film, but I, I don't watch film like these guys. They got, they got this uh, cowboy clicker. Yeah. Oh my, it's fascinating. You just go back and forth, and you could put anything in there. They they have all this film of these college players. They got the third down packages. Man, just sitting there in a room and just cowboy <laughs> kicker and uh, clicker and just go. Well, we know what Mike Jurecki is going to be doing this weekend. He's going to go. I don't and have find a cowboy those, clicker. He's
0: going to find one of those clickers and then <laughs> just sit in front of the TV all weekend no, long no, we no, and figure no, things no, no. out. I'm going to watch some basketball. Let's hope it's a quiet weekend with respect to news. Because yes, I'm right there with you. No, let's let's, let's uh,
1: hopefully we get a uh, you know a nice uh, signing with uh, either Will Hernandez. Maybe it doesn't happen this weekend, but I know he's coming in. And and again, I think this is more. Hey, we want to we want to sit down and and sign you to a contract versus hey, um, hey, what'd you do last year? Show us go on the chalkboard. What'd you do in this play? They already have intel on this guy.